Dialogue six of Dialogues of the Dead. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Dialogues of the Dead by George Littleton. Dialogue six. English Duelist read by Jason in Panama. North American Savage read by Larry Wilson. Mercury read by Sonia. Mercury, Sharon's boat is on the other side of the water. Allow me, before it returns, to have some conversation with the North American savage whom you brought hither with me. I never before saw one of that species. He looks very grim. Pray, sir, what is your name? I understand you speak English. Yes, I learnt it in my childhood having been bred for some years among the English of New York. But before I was a man, I returned to my valiant countrymen, the Mohawks, and having been villainously cheated by one of yours in the sale of some rum, I never cared to have anything to do with them afterwards. Yet I took up the hatchet for them with the rest of my tribe, and in the late war against France, I was killed while I was out upon a scalping party but i died very well satisfied for my brethren were victorious and before i was shot i had gloriously scalped seven men and five women and children in a former war i had performed still greater exploits my name is the bloody bear it was given me to express my fierceness and valour bloody bear i respect you and am much your humble servant my name is tom pushwell very well known at arthur's i am a gentleman by my birth and by profession a gamester and man of honour i have killed men in fair fighting in honourable single combat but don't understand cutting the throats of women and children sir that is our way of making war every nation has its customs but by the grimness of your countenance and that hole in your breast i presume you were killed as i was in some scalping party how happened it that your enemy did not take off your scalp sir i was killed in a duel a friend of mine had lent me a sum of money after two or three years being in great want himself he asked me to pay him i thought his demand which was somewhat peremptory an affront to my honour and sent him a challenge we met in hyde park the fellow could not fence i was absolutely of the adroitest swordsman in england so i gave him three or four wounds but at last he ran upon me with such impetuosity that he put me out of my play and i could not prevent him from whipping me through the lungs i died the next day as a man of honour should without any snivelling signs of contrition or repentance and he will follow me soon for his surgeon has declared his wounds to be mortal it is said that his wife is dead of grief and that his family of seven children will be undone by his death so i am well revenged and that is a comfort for my part i had no wife i always hated marriage mercury i won't go in a boat with that fellow he has murdered his countryman he has murdered his friend i say positively i won't go in a boat with that fellow i will swim over the river i can swim like a duck swim over the sticks it must not be done 
it is against the laws of pluto's empire you must go in the boat and be quiet uh, don't tell me of laws i am a savage i value no laws talk of laws to the englishman there are laws in his country and yet you see he did not regard them for they could never allow him to kill his fellow-subject in time of peace because he asked him to pay a debt i know indeed that the english are a barbarous nation but they can't possibly be so brutal as to make such things lawful you reason well against him but how comes it that you are so offended with murder you who have frequently massacred women in their sleep and children in the cradle i killed none but my enemies i never killed my own countrymen i never killed my friend here take my blanket and let it come over in the boat and see that the murderer does not sit upon it or touch it if he does i will burn it instantly in the fire i see yonder farewell i am determined to swim over the water by this touch of my wand i deprive thee of all thy strength swim now if thou canst this is a potent enchanter restore me my strength and i promise to obey thee i restore it but be orderly and do as i bid you otherwise worse will befall you mercury leave him to me i'll tutor him for you sirrah savage dost thou pretend to be ashamed of my company dost thou know i have kept the best company in england i know thou art a scoundrel not to pay debts kill thy friend who lent thee money for asking thee for it get out of my sight i will drive thee into the sticks stop i command thee no violence talk to him calmly i must obey thee well sir let me know what merit you had to introduce you into good company what could you do sir i gamed as i told you besides i kept a good table i eat as well as any man either in england or france eat did you ever eat the liver of a frenchman or his leg or his shoulder ah there is fine eating i have eat twenty my table was always well served my wife was esteemed the best cook for the dressing of men's flesh in all north america but you will not pretend to compare your eating with mine i danced very finely i'll dance with thee for thy ears i can dance all day long i can dance the war dance with more spirit than any man of my nation let us see thee begin it how thou standest like a post has mercury struck thee with his enfeebling rod or art thou ashamed to let us see how awkward thou art if he would permit me i would teach thee to dance in a way that thou hast never yet learnt but what else canst thou do thou bragging rascal oh heavens must i bear this what can i do with this fellow i have neither sword nor pistol and his shade seems to be twice as strong as mine you must answer his questions it was your own desire to have a conversation with him he is not well bred but he will tell you some truth which you must necessarily hear when you come before Radamantus. He asked you what you could do besides eating and dancing. 
I sang very agreeably. Let me hear you sing your death song, or the war whoop. I challenge you to sing. Come, begin. Ah, the fellow is mute. Mercury, this is a liar. He has told us nothing but lies. Let me pull out his tongue. The lie given me, and, alas, I dare not resent it. What an indelible disgrace to the family of the Pushwells. This indeed is damnation. Here, Charon, take these two savages to your care. How far the barbarism of the Mohawk will excuse his horrid acts, I leave minus to judge. But what can be said for the other, for the Englishman? The custom of dueling? A bad excuse at the best. But here it cannot avail. The spirit that urged him to draw his sword against his friend is not that of honour. It is the spirit of the Furies, and to them he must go. If he is to be punished for his wickedness, turn him over to me. I perfectly understand the art of tormenting. Sirrah, I begin my work with this kick on your breech. Oh, my honour, my honour! To what infamy art thou fallen? End of dialogue number six.